What's going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new episode of Young Daddy. Thank you so much for tuning in Sunday night when I'm recording this, but it's a motherfucking Monday morning when you're hearing this. You know what I'm saying? Blocka, blocka. Wheezy, baby. <laughs> Young money. What's shaking, y'all? How's everybody fucking doing? I hope you're having a good-ass day today. Hope we all got past them motherfucking Sunday scaries last night. You know what I mean? It's mm. going to be a, a good episode. Quick fucking plug up top. If you're in New York City, baby, you already know what's going down. February 6th, Young Daddy Live at Caroline's. This is the first one. We've already confirmed Andrew Collin and Tori Piskin as special guests. Probably going to be four more guests. Going to be announcing them all throughout the week. Make sure you come out to that. It's going to be a super hot show. The ticket link is in my bio on Instagram. Or you can go to carolinescomedy.com. I think that's their website. I don't know. But either way, when you're uh, checking out, use the promo code DADDY. You'll save like half the price on your fucking tickets. It's going to be so fun. Mm. Other than that, you already heard him fucking being hype man. My mm. guest. My guest. The one and only. The one with the bulletproof vest. The mm. one with the tech that relieves all the stress. Mm. Uh, Fur Burgers, my What's brother. Going What's going on, boy? How you doing? At F-E-R-B-U-R-G-E-R-S on Instagram. Pronounced Furberger. <laughs> How, what's the origin <laughs> on Fur Burgers? I don't know. Nickname is Fur. I love burgers. <laughs> and it's a pretty disgusting term, honestly. Yeah, what's, what's it slang for? Tell the people. Just Google it. What are you going to fucking pussy Google out? It. No, I forgot the actual term. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you going to pussy out? You're like, no, tone, I'm a retard. Yeah. It's a whole other thing. You know, it's funny. We ran into an agent at a bar the other night, and he, we started like chatting it up. Really cool dude. Really? This is what we're going with? Well, no, but well, the funny thing was, uh, it's not the story you think I'm going to okay. tell. Okay. What was just funny is he was like, he kept asking me about the projects I was working on. I was telling him he's getting all excited. And then he was like, yeah, what's your podcast about? And I was like... You know, I, I guess it's just me calling people a pussy for an hour, like, <laughs> which is like a pretty accurate description because it's like yeah. emails like, I like this guy. What do I do? And I'm like, man be, up, you know, but be a young mama. Yeah. So I got my brother here in the studio. People really liked your appearance on the earlier episode. I'm awesome. Okay. All right. Listen, he was fun. <laughs> Round of applause for Mark. This is going to be a solo episode. He came in too much confidence. I think that's my like motto in life, right? Came in with too much confidence. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have people said that to you? Uh, buddy, you uh, came in with too a much confidence. A little too much. Yeah. But no, you're a confident guy. I feel like I got my basis of confidence as a kid from you because you were always like, you know, like, you know, you, you, you never put your head down. You're always like, yeah, I'm the shit, you know. The, yeah. It's hard. It's harder to explain than that. It's just you always had this a motto of like I am the shit, which I think is a great thing for a person to have. Yeah, I mean, I think it was very fake. Looking back on it, like I realized it was fake for so long, more like such a portion of my life. Why? I, I think it was really like looking back on it. Like I think of like sixteen year old Mark, and I was like, what a fucking idiot. That was well, just well. Everybody does that though. I mean, yeah, like but, I look back at myself a year or two ago, and I'm like, what a fucking true, moron. True. You just like every year you should be able to zoom out a little no, bit, absolutely. right? I mean, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. If you're not embarrassed of yourself a year ago, you you fucked up. Yeah, you're not growing in that no. case, you know? It's like, it's crazy. Sometimes I'll, I'll, and I tell people, I'm like, man, I feel so much smarter today. And they're like, dude, you tell me this every three weeks. <laughs> like, this is getting exhausting, you know? But it, yeah, that's Get some thing. new friends. <laughs> you know, there's no new friends, baby. You know, Weezy app. <laughs> 
past the wheezy. We can get into some motherfucking emails. You know what I'm saying? I got there's a bunch of good emails. If you have an email to send to the show, send it to YoungDaddyShow at Gmail dot com. We'll fucking go over it most likely, unless it's like super long. Some of you guys send good emails, but they're like fucking four pages yeah, long. I'm what do you want me to do with that? Dickinson novel over here. Yeah, what is this? I'm gonna skip that one. All right, here's one. We'll start with this. <laughs> it's not any better. <laughs> <laughs> the subject: anonymous questions on flirting. This will be fun. She goes, I'd like to stay anonymous since I've recommended the show to about two dozen friends. Look at that. Look at that. Okay. Her name is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's her address? Plug that up. Yeah. Um, also, if you're enjoying the show, just really quickly, take a second. Screenshot your phone. Post it on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Tag Young Daddy. Uh, we'll shout you out. We appreciate you showing it to people. Do what this this lady's doing, you know? Showing all her friends the fucking show. That's awesome. She goes, what's up, love? Huge fan of your show. Think you're headed for big things. Thank you so much. She goes, I love that your advice feel like... Okay, where's the... Here it is. Uh, had a question for you that's a bit long and not sure if it's ideal for the podcast. Okay. We'll she, cut it out if not. She, she's cut, I don't cut anything, <laughs> but she's coming in opposite of Mark. No confidence here no on confidence. this email. It's a fucking email. Come in hot. You know what yeah. I mean? Um... To sum it up quickly, I can't navigate the middle part of a relationship or the pursuit of one. I can open and I can close, but I'm losing all my chances in the middle. That's interesting. She goes, I'm a 23-year-old single dude. Okay. (laughs) Well, that took a turn. What's up, dude? Uh, I'm a 23-year-old single dude who's having some consistent issues with flirting. It's not all flirting I suck at. The first 10%. When I'm meeting someone new and the last 10% kind of closing the deal on a relationship and being a great boyfriend, I'm great at. But the middle part where there's still that uncertainty in what we are slash how we feel slash how well we know each other seems to kick my ass every time. I'm willing to bet that's how most people feel. That's where it gets messy, right? Is like in that undefined fucking, I I don't know what this is. You know, we held hands, but (laughs) I'm just making him out to be this guy. I love that we thought he was a she for a good 30 minutes. (laughs) Right. So uh, she goes on to say, (laughs) (laughs) so he says, says, this has happened when meeting friends or of friends. Well, we'll meet, immediately have a connection, drunken make out, whatever. But then it usually ends up just turning to platonic friendship in the next few times we interact. I think that's happening to most people, dude. She goes, it's I all. She also says, oh, fuck. I, that was a genuine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to reading women's hey. emails. He says, it's also happened off the dating apps. Most recent scenario date one went great. We made out after. She texted me the next day and seemed into the situation. But then quickly after the second date, she told me she wasn't feeling any spark and ended things. That's fair. Finally, it's also happened even with girls I was sleeping with. Had been hooking up with one girl for a month or two, best sex of my life, decided to go on a date or two after which she quickly ended the whole thing, even though we slept together after both dates. Not sure where I may be going wrong, but it feels like a pattern at this point, and I was hoping you may have some thoughts on the situation. Keep doing the damn thing. Cheers. Mm. I think that's interesting. I I feel like uh, I'm in a similar boat of like opening and closing is not a problem. If you're if you don't know what opening and closing is, basically opening is like how you're approaching a stranger, whether it's like on Tinder or it's like you know uh, out in public. How you're starting the conversation? Yeah, how you're starting the conversation. Closing, it's like business terms. Closing is like closing the deal, getting you know sign the contract. Yeah, either you're fucking or you're figuring out what you you know what's going on. So I think. Here's the thing. What are you doing? Ask yourself, what are you doing in the middle, this middle thing that you're, that's not going well for you? You know what I mean? Like what's happening in that stage? Are you keeping them excited? 
Or are you just assuming they're going to be excited? Are you, if you actually like a girl, like my question is, do you even like these women? Because he doesn't mention at all at any point that he's like, I really like these women or I'm into them. Because I feel like if you really liked any of these chicks, like you would be into them. You would show interest. You would make them feel excited. So actually, yeah. So I was thinking a similar thing. I mean, it sounds like he's just like an attractive dude who just happens to hook up with a bunch of people because either he's funny or charming or whatever and then gets in his own head. Like, especially when you're meeting friends of friends, I think the easiest thing to do is you get in your own head and now all of a sudden you don't want to be like straightforward with your attraction, right? You don't want to be like, hey, I like this person. I find you attractive. Right. I think like that, if you do that, one or two things will happen. Either like it'll hook up or they they don't find you attractive and you move on. Right. But like where you sit in that kind of like nice guy stage, that's where like a lot of this stuff comes from. The other thing is just like ask these women, like be like, hey, straight up, like this is happening to me a lot. What do you not like? What turned you off? Well, she told him though. One of them said there was no spark, and it's like I think that's why we start dating, right? And it seems like for him, he's uh, you know they're they're fucking him once or twice, and then they're dipping. So either find out if you're eating the puss right, okay? Let me tell you that. Yeah. Bring in a friend. (laughs) Bring in a friend. Go to ask the audience. Watch some game footage. Yeah, but my question is too like. Do you want these women that you're going on these dates with and that you're hooking up with to like you because you like them? Or do you want them to like you because you just want to be liked? Because it's two very different things. Like, you know, myself, I just like speaking personally, like I, you know, I go on, I go on dates sometimes. I, I, you know, meet people online, hook up with people, et cetera. But at this, like I, my problem is I usually am not that interested in the person. So right. I'm like, okay, either this is going to be like fun sex while I just keep looking to find somebody I'm interested in, or we're just going to drop it. And right. usually the other person, cause like I'm, I'm fucking good on a date. You know what I mean? I know, I know how to make people laugh. Like that's just the whole fucking job for me. You know, it's just making people laugh. So like it's built in. And then what happens is the person likes me and it's not that reciprocated you know what i mean and then when i actually do really like somebody i fi- like i'll find a way to fuck it up being like oh well, you get too invested yeah either you i'll become, get too you invested get needy, you become well i don't get needy i find that with myself is like i get sensitive to things like I, I realize i'm a pretty sensitive dude like if you do something that upsets me like i'm not the best at going like okay yeah. it's no big deal let's just let it roll off because i start to feel like Oh, like you you did that to me? Like, you know, I get like real. Well, that's just the ego. Yeah, I mean, it's just a huge ego thing. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. And then that, that's like what I'm trying to work on. You know what I mean? Of being like, okay, this, people are going to do things sometimes that bother you and upset you. And you have to just fucking accept it. But when it comes to this woman here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this woman dumb. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I also just think that what you're describing right now doesn't mean that there's anything wrong. Not everybody you're going on a date with and hooking up with is going to fall in love with you. This sounds like what's supposed to happen. You're going out, you're taking chances, you're meeting people, and most of them aren't going much further than one or two hookups. And honestly, I mean, it sounds like you're doing better than 80% of dudes out there. Probably, yeah. I mean, he seems, and you know what? If somebody takes the time to write this email, they actually want to fucking get that's a, that's better. a young daddy. Yeah, that's a young daddy that's right there. Daddy. He wants to get better and he wants to grow and progress. And like my the only thing I could advise is like 
keep a fucking positive attitude. One thing that happens is people start dating and then they go on a few fucking bad dates and then they're like, all right, I'm going to carry this negative energy with me yeah. into the next day. I'm like, this has all been a waste of my time, so I'm going to do that. That happens to me, you know? You, you go on fucking, uh, you go, start dating somebody, two weeks later it's over and you're like, I'm deleting my dating apps. Yeah. I do that every month. I'm like, I'm deleting my fucking dating apps. Like, fuck it. Oh, I love my dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the front page. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> no, do you have so a folder? Uh, yeah, dude, it's called Lifestyle. Yeah. Um, listen, my Did two, a lot my of shit just to live this here lifestyle. lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's Who, literally how that song goes. What does he say in the song? I have no idea. Nobody, I don't even think Thug knows. I fucking love that song, yeah. but there's literally a verse well, Every time we're in Raleigh, we play it at Angel's house in the kitchen. We blast it. I know three words. Yeah. I've been listening to that song for Hey, years. but you better believe we're having a good time. Yeah. Shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that this isn't like a huge deal and just find out the, the thing is like somebody described it to you as like, I'm not feeling that spark. And the, yeah. honestly, you can't force that that comes when it comes. So make sure you're just, it's, it's almost like, I don't want to fucking throw acting class things at you. You know what I mean? But be fucking open and willing to be vulnerable and connect with somebody. Be on a date and be willing to show who you are and let yeah. it let yourself bomb. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, let give yourself the opportunity for her to not like you, and that way you're both being vulnerable and hopefully you fucking match up with somebody where you get along. Yep. No, absolutely. So I mean, I, my two recommendations: one, just be honest. You know, if you find someone attractive, let them know. Don't be a creep about it. And the other thing too is, I mean, what do you mean? Don't be a creep about it, Tone. Explain I that mean, for the people. I'm always a creep, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it but, creepy, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Hashtag creep style. What What's creepy to you? Uh, like, I, like, you know, like, if someone clearly is not into it, like, back off. Like, don't be, I don't know, just don't be a creep about it. Like, when we all know what we mean when I say that. Yeah, but. Like, we get an image. I'm curious as to what made, made you bring it up, though. <laughs> well, if I'm t giving someone advice to, like, go hit on people and, like, be honest about it, like. Yeah, there's, but I mean, there's there's some people that are going to take it to the next level. Yeah, but I don't think that when you said yeah, you should go hit on people, they were like follow her home. Like I don't <laughs> think anybody got I thought that's what you were. I don't want say. it. I want plausible deniability. <laughs> All right. All right. There's Nothing no coming back on Ferber. Legal terms. Yeah. Uh, here's but yeah, uh, you know, and also ladies, I almost feel like I should just say his name because this sounds like a man yeah. no. who wants to hey, listen. Who wants to please he, you? You know what I mean? He, he wants to meet a lovely person. Anonymous. <laughs> Anyways, his name is Mike Brandon, and he lives at. No, that's not his name. But you know, that's all I can say to you. I think I don't think I think that you're overstressing this, and it's not yeah. a fucking big deal. And you're just not meeting somebody you have a. You're also 23. You don't know shit. How do you know he's 23? Oh, yeah, he is 23. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's also a fucking valid point. You know, yeah. I mean, like you're all idiots at that age. But here's the thing, though. There's this new generation. Like, look at this guy. Since when are 23-year-olds doing this and going, like, taking the whole fucking game tape of dating and going, this is what's going right, this is oh, what's going what wrong. I've, I've been doing that. Yeah, but most people don't. Yeah. And he's like, I want to work on this, what's going wrong. Here's where it's, you know, where I, I'm losing him. That's a go-getter. I agree. I agree. And also, you're saying, one thing I will say, there's a note in here. You said, like, we'll meet, we'll have a connection, we'll drunk and make out, but then it usually ends up in this friendship. Stop with the drunk and make out. 
That's uh, that's I'm not even like fucking drinking anymore, and I'm telling you, it makes your life so much better. And also, when you when you open with somebody, like your relationship with somebody, and it's drunken hookups, yep. a lot of shame like subconsciously comes out of that. And then there's might be other reasons why the other person doesn't want to hit you up after that. Like, what's with this? Everybody's yeah. trying to have first time drunk sex. Why do you need to get yeah. drunk to fuck somebody you like? Like, why can't you fucking be an adult, go about it a healthy way, and see how you really feel about somebody, and not have to be like, oh, last night happened because we were drunk what is this bullshit yeah and the, i mean the thing is then you don't know what part of that date you actually enjoyed and which one of it was a four vodka sodas that you had yeah well, so that, that's what i would say to that you know and you just fucking keep doing well out there send some updates I got, I got high hopes for you kid you know you sound like a good kid here's uh an email from uh brandy sos she goes big fan of the show Thanks for all the laughs and advice. I had a weird night that I wanted to ask your advice about. This guy and I have been talking a lot, and he always seems very interested. We went on a date that went really well and went to my place after. After talking on the couch for what felt like forever, he said he wanted to go to bed. We went to bed, and he finally made a move and started kissing me. He then went straight to having sex, and about two minutes later, he said sorry and got up. I asked if he finished, and he said yes, but then I noticed he definitely did not. He then went outside and called for a ride. We had been drinking, and I think he smoked pot. Why do you think he lied about coming? Does he not actually like me, or do you think the alcohol slash smoking weed affected him? Maybe he was embarrassed. Thanks in advance, and again, I love your show. Can I just say this? This guy fucking pretended to come, and you're like, what's wrong with me? You, you understand how that's ridiculous? You Stop blaming yourself. For anything that's weird or shitty that happens. You know what I mean? What do you think? You you look like you had a reaction. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's so many different things that could have happened, right? Have you ever pretended to yes. come? Okay, when? <laughs> when I just wasn't that into it. Okay. Like, we, but you we, pretended to come. I You're mean, a horrible actor. I would love to see that. Uh, 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 wow, right? that was good. Yeah, right? Like, a guy coming, like, we don't need to be in... You know, a Robert De Niro out here. Yeah, but you do. It's harder no. to fake an orgasm as a man because you have to... No one's going to check. First off, I'm. She checked? What does she do? Like, how do you check? <laughs> I don't know. She said, she fucking. I don't buy it. Fake she... news. <laughs> I don't know. But, but why did you fake the organ? Because I. I just wasn't that into it. I mean, also. But like... why would you fake come then? Because I've, had, I've been in a situation once before where I was like fucking for like 30 minutes. I usually don't last long at all. But and the reason I was lasting. At all. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I was lasting so long was because I just. My heart wasn't in it. You know what I mean? My dick was in it, but my heart wasn't in what it. What about though. your chin? <laughs> no. So, and I literally stopped and said, listen, I'm not going to come. And she was like, yeah, okay. Well, I'm, you know, I'm fucking raw at this point. So, and I was like, okay, you know, let's cool. just let's cut this off. I don't know. I mean, I think it's like a nice thing to do, right? It's like to it's like, fake come. Yeah, I don't know. It's better than being like, "You don't do it for me." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a "you don't do it for me." Sometimes it's just like, yeah. I mean, listen, if you're using substances, if you're drunk, like it's you know what it sounds like though. It's like finally he's like go to bed. He starts to kiss you and then immediately goes straight to sex. Two minutes later, so sorry. This sounds like a guy who just doesn't know what the fuck. I he's was literally doing. about to say that. Yeah, inexperience. Yeah. It might have been his first. I don't. I don't. It sounds like a close to virgin story, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's like a lot of shame. I don't know. Like, also, just ask him. That's the other thing. If you actually give a fuck, like, ask him. But I will say that's it, it is a weird like. It's another weird move, you know. That's just strange. And I'm sure like everybody experiences moments like that from time to time where that shit happens. Of like. I don't think I've ever faked an orgasm in my entire life. I usually... Maybe he had to poop. <laughs> Called an emergency Uber. Yeah. He's like, he was I, like, 
I gotta go. Yeah, he says sorry. It, it, while he was pretending to come, he was actually <laughs> shitting. That, <laughs> that, yeah. that, that would be an awful. I'm willing uh, to bet that's the more likely scenario. That is really fucking weird. And like, I don't know. You should have, yo, as a young mommy, you should have immediately just been like, all right, let's talk about what just happened. You know, what's rewind? Yeah, let's just talk about this. You know, what's the big deal? Let, I'm still, I still want to know how she knew. That's what I am curious yeah. too. She's like, well, he's like, I, I, I just picture like a uh, John Ma- or Steve Madden or John Madden. What is it? Who's a football guy? John Madden. John Madden. Well, see what we did with here was <laughs> <laughs> like highlighting the game footage. You know, it's yeah. funny. What if he was like, okay, I'm about to come, and then he puts his dick in her mouth, and he's pretending to come while in her mouth, and she's realizing okay, nothing this, is happening. Next email. Let's take a turn. No, but he's like, ah, ah, and she's like. Honey, uh, my mouth is as dry as it was. There's nothing uh, happening here. Dry as a desert. Yeah. Also, maybe he didn't come a lot. Maybe that's maybe he apologized because I still he want to know how she knew. Look, this this, this whole this pi over here. This whole email is dripping in red flags. I can I tell you that. I just, this is just fucking strange. And also, again, with the alcohol and the smoking weed, like, yo, everybody gets anxious about having sex with a stranger. Every person, you got to embrace it and realize it's gonna be fine and make each other comfortable. All right. Not this, not this bullshit that leads to this fucking, this kind of weirdness. Here's another email, all caps, Anon. Hola, I love your podcast is the worst. Keep up the bad work. No, obviously, I dig the pot. I'm just looking for some advice. Okay. Um, she says, by the way, the guy I'm talking to is also a Sagittarius, so maybe you can shed some light on his ways. Are you a Sagittarius? Yeah. Um, she goes, so I met this dude in the gym last year. He pursued the heck out of me, and he was successful. Ooh. Which is funny. Um, Young daddy. She says, we were steady, hanging and banging for a while until I asked, <laughs> <laughs> why is she talking like me in the 50s? So, so here I was, yeah. hanging and banging. Here we are, right in the corner, me and Charlie Parker, hanging and banging dry. <laughs> and he goes, uh, she says, he's not ready to be committed since he was graduating in four months and moving away. I still had a semester left in school. Then a few days later, he says he doesn't care about moving. He just wants to be with me. So, we continue to have a grand time. A few months roll by, and the kid decides to go with his first thought process. I love how... She sounds like a noir character narrating a movie right now. So, the kid... <laughs> I love how... She, yeah, she, first, We had a grand time. This is... I don't, I'm surprised this came in an email and not like a fucking telegram. Yeah, Jesus. Um, so, but I love how her, her opinion changed. She's like, I met this dude. He pursued the heck out of me. He was successful. I'd love to hear that story, by the way. And um, now she's like, anyways, not his fucking kid. You know, it <laughs> goes with his first thought. He ends things with me because he knows he doesn't want to do distance, which is a four hour car ride. OK, how long of a train ride is it? You know, give me this. St- how long of a scooter ride? Listen, is I don't it? blame him. If it's a three hour scoot, then maybe, you know, you ought to reconsider. She goes, I'm upset because I really vibed with him and didn't want things to end. There was a month left before he graduated and I kept my distance. But the night before he left, I invited him over. This is like a fucking mystery novel. It is. All these twists and turns, baby. You got me dancing here. (laughs) Legit asked him if he wanted to end his last night in college with a bang. Who is this emailer? (laughs) (laughs) This is the best best email that I think we've gotten. (laughs) End it with a bang. She goes, dot, dot, dot. He accepted. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. This is like from a fucking like this is. I think you should a, write like 
erotica. This is literally this written is by a detective. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> so here I was with this kid, Buster. Yeah. I'm not one of those people who can hook up with new people easily, so I wanted to get laid and not by a random. All right. What's the question? Um, after that, he invited me to a wedding. We weren't dating, obviously, just fucking. After he heard the wedding vows, he said he could never lose me no matter where in the world we were. Jesus Christ. She goes, and asked me to be his girlfriend. My dumb ass said yes. A few months of dating went great. I flew to meet his family. He told me I was his best friend, that he could afford to give to have a girlfriend, and that was so perfect. I got to say, if this doesn't end in him cheating on her, fuck you for yeah. this email. I'm yeah. just like, this is the dream scenario. And she was like, uh, and that I was so perfect. Well, he was clearly full of shit. There we go. There we go. There we go. Right. Because We're after gonna- I drove six plus hours and scooted another three, to see him, that I, I added that. So you actually looked at me like, yeah. <laughs> I drove six plus hours to see him, and he called me the whole drive home like everything was fine. History repeats itself, and he dumps me again over the phone. So fuck this dude. I didn't say a word to him and hung up the phone after he was done talking. Didn't speak to him for six months. Fast forward to today, he's hitting me up, asking how I'm doing, saying he misses me. The whole nine yards of bullshit. That, that's, that's another one. This guy came in today, gave us the whole nine yards of bullshit, Charlie, I'm telling you. <laughs> we couldn't get one fucking yard of honesty out of the guy. I'm moving to New York, and he is there for a lot for work. He is asking if he can take me to dinner. I would never date him again. It's just nice to be around someone that is comfortable and I sadly miss. He's saying shit to me like he hopes one day we can elope together. Isn't that a character from Winnie the Pooh? I lost my train of thought. Elope? To this motherfucker. <laughs> I find that this is a very interesting email. She goes... That we can elope together, and I have his kids. <laughs> Just complete Jesus. indecisive fucker who keeps messing around with my feelings. He said he can't trust his character now to be with me, though. Why is he so hot and cold? Is it bad for me to bang him when I'm in NYC? What the fuck is wrong with him, and what the fuck is wrong with me for being so nice to him? Sorry for the novel. No, thank you. Sincerely, heartbroken, and horny. I that's, okay. a, that's a great title for a novel. Let me just uh, recap this for you, Mark, because I know you're just thinking about Chinese food. Um, How'd you know? Basically, this guy like gave her the I, whole fucking shebang. I, you know? I heard. Okay, I heard. what what do you think she should do? He's hitting her with a lot of "I love you" and now, but I can't date you. What is this? Should she even have anything to do with this? I mean, it's up to her. Like, I think don't lie to yourself. If you just want to bang out of it, go at it. And if you find him attractive, but she cool. obviously wants more than that. I mean, she says she wouldn't date him again, but yeah. But she, then she goes on to say in the next twenty-five paragraphs, <laughs> <laughs> that, I, yeah. I I think uh, a party you wants it to work out with this guy, and I don't think it will work out with him. And also, why the fuck did he break up with you the second time? I feel like that's the most important detail. Why did he call it off? Like, what made him do that? Especially after a six-hour drive I mean, dude, and a three-hour scoop. Hour, listen, I will barely even go to Upper West Side, and I live in Brooklyn. Like. You expect me to go four hours? Fuck no. You think it was just the distance? In my opinion, yes. Like, listen, don't fall for his bullshit again. If you want to hook up and, like, don't lie to yourself. I think that's a terrible idea, man. You can't hook up with somebody you have that history and relationship with. That's a a recipe for disaster. I don't know. I disagree. We're in 2019. Just put your feelings aside and look at it from the But, Mark, not everybody is a fucking sociopath (laughs) who can just put their feelings aside. This guy is, like, saying, like, I I want you to have my kids. I want to marry you. And then leaving her at the fucking altar. You know what I mean? So, like... She can't just be like, oh yeah, I'll just be, I'll just put my feelings aside, focus on what, what kind of advice is this? I think she can. The, I, I believe in her. Jesus, Mark, <laughs> just uh, like what, what an insane response. Here's what I think. 
don't fucking don't, don't stop seeing him. That's what I think. He's not fucking. This doesn't sound like somebody you should be dating. It's gonna be a big waste of your time, and the more you're hanging on to this, the more times it's gonna happen to you, right? Yeah. Okay, that I agree with. Yeah. So what? So what the <laughs> fuck? Like you're gonna keep playing into this rope of. He he has this on some days he wants to have the white picket fence with you and then the next day he's like well that girl's got a great ass which is what men suffer from you understand like it is it is very hard for us to commit you know I don't know listen if you want to commit you're gonna commit that's what I'm saying and like it but to get to that point is so difficult yeah. and he's it sounds like he's getting ninety percent of the way there and then the other ten percent is there and the simple fact is if there's not a hundred percent it ain't gonna work out I mean on the flip side though. It is pretty scary, right? Thinking about it, you're like, oh, I want to elope. And then you start thinking about it. I've like, never thought I want to elope. No, me neither. I'm just trying <laughs> to put myself in his shoes. Like maybe he's like panicking at the last 10%. Yeah. I mean, he's I getting could, to the altar. I could see that too, man. Cause like yeah. you think about it and you're like, here's the problem with a man's brain is like, as soon as we even see a little bit of, and everybody talks about this, but as soon as we see a little bit of commitment, we see our whole life flash before our eyes. We see the whole ending of how we die, you know, everything. So that's the thing that that's what's happening in his brain. And you shouldn't keep fucking stringing yourself along for this bullshit. Honestly, like, and unless he did something that really proved that he was ready to rock, Keep going out there and trying to find some some great new dick. You know what I mean? That a, a new dick that you could put a ring on. Listen, I will still stand by the fact that like if he's in town and you want to just hook up, there's nothing wrong with that. I disagree. I really disagree. You don't think that she would have some fucking mixed feelings after that? Put him aside. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Here's another email. Not single, but ready to mingle. Hey, Lev. Love the podcast. Uh, I've, been, I've been binging your show. You've helped me reclaim the word pussy. Which used to make me so uncomfortable, but now I shout lick a lot of puss from the rooftops. That's that is beautiful. She goes, anyways, now I need some advice. I've kind of come to terms with the fact that I need to end my relationship of four years. Oof. We currently live together, and he's a great guy. Very nice and good to me, but I think we're more friends than anything at this point. I need advice on how to break up this long-term, serious relationship without hurting him or causing too much damage. I'm 21 and just looking for some more fun in my love life, and I really just think we've hit our expiration date in our relationship, so now what? Not single, but ready to mingle. Yeah, you got to just break up with him. You think rip the Band-Aid off? Of course. I mean, like, that's all you can do. Also, you're you're fucking 21. You understand? You got to get out there and... You got your whole life ahead of you, kid. Yeah, you got to date people and figure out, like... You know who you are. With no. every relationship, you should learn more about who you are. You need to go have somebody. You know, have so, have a strange finger in your butt. That, that you'll find out who you are. You know what I mean? That's that's, that's, a, that's what Doctor Phil should be as a show. But you know, that's what I think. You're so fucking young. Just like go do exactly what you want to do. You're right for feeling this way. If you're just after all this time, you're like, yeah, we've hit our expiration date. Like, then then get out. I feel like I'm just a broken record every time I'm on the show, but. Just be honest. Like, have that conversation with them, and like, and maybe, maybe he feels the same. But just be like, hey, listen, I just, I don't see this going with us, and like, we're still young, and I don't want to keep going down this rabbit hole that like I'm not into. Yeah, and, and but, there's, there's like nice ways to say that. I mean, and, you spent four years together, so it's gonna be fucking messy regardless. Like, yeah. there's no way it's not gonna be shitty. Breakups are just shitty, and there's so much fucking anxiety and dread going into a breakup, and like worrying about the other person. But every single time I've broken up with somebody, I've been like, "Oh, I'm glad I did that." Jesus, I feel so much freer. 
You know, you feel yeah. free for the next month. And then immediately after that, you get sad again. You miss the person and the old routines and you feel lonely. And, you know, but that's just the process of it. And then you got to give yourself time and time and time. And then you'll fucking feel better. There's no way to do it in a fucking clean way. It's going to be shitty. You just got to accept it's going to be shitty. But it's the cost of being in a relationship. That's the price you pay is that at the end of it, if there is an end, it's going to blow. That's it. It's that's just the fact. You accept that when you get into a relationship, it's just a part of the business. Okay. Sometimes you got to fucking tear down a building. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think that's a simple one. We can do one more email. Um, keep anonymous, please. Young daddy, I'm in need of some advice. I have been with my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with my boyfriend for almost four years. We've been living. Together. It'd be funny if this was the guy. Yeah, it was like I've been with my girl for four years. <laughs> I've been with my boyfriend for almost four years. We've been living together for about two and a half. For the most part, our relationship is pretty stress-free. We rarely bicker or have any huge arguments. He's hilarious as fuck. The sex is still amazing. Sounds like a good listener. She goes, and he's been pretty good to me throughout our entire relationship. I like what? She, I like what she said, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was like, and he's been great to me. She's like, he's pretty good. She's pretty, pretty. Yeah, she Larry Davided it. He went through some pretty bad depression last year. I want to say it started in the summer. He took some time off, and uh, but then he just stopped going to work altogether, blah, 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 blah. Um, I've been extremely patient and supportive. I'm not going to lie, though. It's been very challenging trying to stay strong for the both of us. I could absolutely see that. Yeah, depression sucks. She goes, he hasn't been too concerned with money since he has savings. And right, I'm trying to get to the fucking meat of this. All um, of these, yo, put the bullet points up top. <laughs> my ADD is kicking in real hard yes. he literally stays at home and plays video games with his friends online all day I work the evening shift at a hospital so I don't come home until about midnight tired as hell and most day I come home with chores still not done around the house and he's still on the computer I try talking to him several times about how I feel about this and he reassures me he will find a job soon blah 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 is what she says I know he's still paying his part of the bills but I can't sit and watch him stay at home and every day playing video games it's literally an, addi an addiction and I know he's using it to escape reality and eventually his money's going to run out, obviously. His complete lack of motivation is turning me off so much. And I feel like I've been so patient about this. But I'm starting to resent him for it and I don't know what to do. I've been offering to pay for a therapist if he was interested, but he rejected that idea and has just accepted that he will never get better mentally. I don't. Jesus. The problem is I don't see him trying to get better. I honestly appreciate any advice on how to deal with this. Sorry for the novel and thank you for making me laugh during my commute to work. You're fucking amazing. Yeah, this is a fucking shit. This is a tricky, shitty situation that you're dealing with. There's nothing, I think, what's one of the most unattractive things to a woman yep. is finding that her man just has zero fucking passion, doesn't want to work towards anything, and, and the ambition's gone. You got to be with somebody who's ambitious. And the thing is, like, we all know people, and I think every person goes through some sort of depression at some point in their lives. You know what I mean? It's part of life. Um, I mean, she's essentially become his mom. Yeah, and the issue is, here's the problem, man. When you're depressed, you it's so hard to reason with a, a depressed person and be like, no, like think about what you want in life. Think of the things you want is what you want to say. And instead yeah. they're like, I don't want anything. And the problem with that is when they're not depressed, they see all the shit they want and what they want in a life. But just being in that hole of depression, it, unless you get out of it, you're not going to see that shit. And like, here's what you, what you should do is you should fucking give him real goals. Don't keep it this vague shit yep. of he needs to get a job. Set deadlines. Give, give him, him an ultimatum. I don't even know about ultimatum, but just like 
Give him fucking like, listen, you need this done by this date. You need a job by this date. You need to send this many applications by this date. And you have to explain to him like, listen, man, you're not just going to fucking feel better. And like, listen, I have, you know, depression runs in my family. Fucking I know people who are depressed yeah. and I have this conversation with people often. And I was depressed as a kid. And the biggest thing I learned is that it doesn't just change. You're not going to wake up one morning and just feel better. What it takes is you making the decision to go, you know what? I'm fucking tired of this. I want to be great. Yep. And even if I'm having a terrible day, I'm going to do everything I can to go. I'm having a fucking good day today. I don't care. I don't give a shit about the anxiety in my head. I don't give a shit about the fucking depression, whatever. I am going to win today. That's the mindset you have to have. And the way you fucking do it, because like me, if I'm not working, I yep. get anxious. Like, I'm like, okay. And I realized, so I, I wrote down literally just this weekend on my board of like, I need this done by this date. I need this done by this date. And sure enough, by the end of the weekend, I got it all fucking done. Yep. It's like, that's what you need. Real strong goals. Okay. And you need him. And you just have to say to him, just be like, look, do you love me? And he'll be like, yeah, of course. Just say, listen, I need you to just give this a month of doing it my way. Just go, I know you don't think it might be worth it, et cetera, but just do it my way. There's a great passage in uh, East of Eden where the main character, like, loses his wife. And he's... Spoilers. Well, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not a big spoiler. But, and, he's set, and another man comes over because he's completely depressed. And his, his, his neighbor comes over and he tells him, like, what are you doing? Like, you're just stuck in this cloud all day. And he tells him, he's like, yeah, get out of here. Like, I don't give a fuck, whatever. Right. Long story short. And he tells him, listen, you have to start living life. Pretend like you're living life. Do the things. Pretend. And eventually you'll start really living it. Yeah. That's what you have to do. You got to get off the fucking couch. Take the fucking video games. Get rid of them. Tell them you're not allowed to play this shit until you fucking do what needs to be done. You have to take a stand if you give a fuck. Give them real goals to work towards. If not, you know, start looking elsewhere. I mean, my thing is, honestly, I think one of the biggest motivators would be, like, if he actually does care for you, is threatening to be, like, telling him, you're at your wit's end, right? You're like so close to ending it. If he does not get his shit together, that's it. It's yeah, done. but but help him though. And yeah, she and says like the sex is still amazing, and like give him confidence. Be like, yeah. babe, you're so fucking sexy. Like talk, build him up, help build him up. If yeah. you want to be with this person, that's part of the cost of being in a relationship with that person. You got to fucking build them up. You got to be there for them with the, for them for the lows. If you want to fucking be together, you know. <laughs> and, and, and if that doesn't work. Throw the Xbox out the window. <laughs> Mark just, just farted in the middle First of First of all, that was not me. Do not point that on me. I wasn't even going to acknowledge what you, you just did. And then you, you snake. You're a you tarnish on the fur in name. fucking enclosed studio. That is, Disgusting. not only did I play it right by not even, not even alluding to the fact that you just shit your pants. In an enclosed five by five studio, but then you brush it off. That's fucked up. That's not. That's not young daddy. Uh, anyways, Mark, uh, what'd you eat today? Cheese, bros. Fucking foul. Um, <laughs> no respect. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> just, I actually just brought you here to fart that's <laughs> in, disgusting. in the studio. <laughs> Those are not gray sweatpants yeah. anymore. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was talking to uh, my ex the other day, and I was like, I was asking, her, I was like, that's like, like, let me ask you, like, as as a lady, right? When you're just home alone, are you just like letting farts rip? Like, and she's like, yeah. It's practically all, all I do when I'm alone. I feel like when I'm alone, that's what I'm doing. It blew my mind. 
I don't think men understand that women are actively shitting. <laughs> actively, I don't, I don't want to know. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Let's go to some quick Instagram questions before we roll out of here. Um, see which ones of these are good. Here's one from uh, Melt BV Do Guys. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like an STD. Melt BV Do Guys. Uh, she goes, Do guys like girls who are into fitness, or do you prefer a girl who doesn't work out? Listen, babe, let me tell you something. Uh, I, mean, the I bit, think you and I have very different. I'm, in, I'm into girls who are into fitness, dicking them out. You know what I'm <laughs> Fitness, baby. That's the worst fucking throwaway joke. Yeah. Um, but what do you. I mean, I'm into girls who are into fitness. What about you? I mean, you know the kind of girls I like. Like, well, you like girls with like eight packs, dude. I love a fit chick. Like I, I don't like an eight pack. Like I don't want like muscles and stuff, but like I love the like side abs. You know, like the, they squat, they do their deadlifts. Like, yeah, I love that. Like, mm. I I don't like like. I mean, everybody's got their preferences. I think the major majority of people just like people who are healthy. You know what I mean? But there's to me, I don't like it when that. When she's like shredded, or because that's like masculine to me. To me, like having like fucking. There, there's a line. Yeah, I mean, my Instagram is filled with like nothing but these like Instagram models. But yeah, yeah I, and they're to all me, like, I yeah. just love thin waist and a fucking huge butt. Like that drives me crazy. Slim waist, big face, and a big butt. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> I need a dime. Or, I don't remember the song. I don't know what that is. It's um, um, an old Usher song, I think. Or something. But yeah, you love rip chicks. I won't say ripped, like definitely like, you know, I don't know, standard like Santa yeah. Monica, LA. Do you like, think you like girls that are in such good shape to balance out your walrus like frame? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think some of it stems from insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Uh, here's a question from Sleepy Kylie Living with a significant other. Advice? Ugh. I've never lived with a significant I've, other. You should advise us on this. Yeah, my longest relationship is like eight months. I don't think I'm the right person. Yeah, I would say just uh, in general, just try to do what I'm bad, work on what I'm bad at and be uh, like when you're living with somebody, there's obviously going to be stress and you wanting to fucking kill that person just from seeing them all the time. Just do your best. Just keep have things that are separate from one another, you know, like somebody on the side. Just like it's not, not exactly, but like have things that where your yeah. lives are separate, where it's not twenty four seven, and be able to fucking forgive each other for stupid bullshit, you know. I mean, clearly people do it. Also, fuck on everything. If you're living together, fuck on the kitchen counter, fuck on the fucking shower, on the you don't know, even Clorox your roommate's bed everywhere. Just like mix it up, you know. That's the advice I could give you. Um, here's one from Holly Harar. How to get a guy to talk to you at the gym? What do you think, Don? Cute face, slim waist, big behind. Well, had you have you ever approached anybody at the gym? Nah, for me, gym time. Well, you'd is have like, to go to the gym. Uh, fuck you, I get <laughs> every day. Um, for me, gym time is like very sacred, and like that's my stress relief. Like I'm there, I'm probably grunting really loud. Like I'm like pissed at the world. And <laughs> I feel then, like, like your grunt is like, oh, I have a big dick, <laughs> <laughs> just for the whole gym. Not like I don't know. I have music blastings, but like. I personally wouldn't, but like if a girl like is very close and like clear, like says hi or something, like sure I'll talk. But like I'm in there. You there. won't approach. I won't approach. Not at the gym. Like, I don't approach. You I will definitely check you out. And like if there's like some mutual interest, maybe I'll say hi. Yeah. But like I I'm in there to get my shit done and like take all my stress and anger out at the world, like on the weights. So what would you advise her though? Like what if you? What would you see a girl doing at the gym that you'd be like, okay, I should go say hello. Smiling at me. I mean, look like literally like eye contact, right? Like, I think as simple as that. If you smile at him, 
Yeah. You know, he'll probably walk over. Yeah. I mean, also, like, if you see him more than Imagine once. he walks over, he's like, can you fucking stop smiling at me? I'm trying to work out. No happiness. I got to see your goofy face. You know? no, I mean, especially, like, if it's a small gym and you constantly see him, just, just yeah. Or, or a- compliment him on his form. That'll do it. Or walk over, compliment him on a, a muscle tone. Or go undercover, get a job at the gym. Become a private trainer. Spend the next year getting certified as a trainer. Walk up to him, offer him a free lesson. How about that? I like it. That, you know, why you got to wait to talk to him? Why don't you go undercover but, for but a that year? That wouldn't work. That wouldn't work for me. Why not? I'm not paying those fucking schmucks to do some shit <laughs> <laughs> that they Googled. I'm paying these fucking schmucks. Here's a question. What is from Rachel Chan? What's your biggest turn on? I already know yours. It's ham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting pork out, I think, going you forward. You think? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a filthy creature. <laughs> I, think, I think the Jews. People told the me the same thing about you. <laughs> <laughs> filthy creature. Parts of the studio. It's disgusting. I, here's the here's, some nerve. I cut out pork and beef Oof, the whole last it. week. It was the <laughs> it was the easiest decision I've ever made. I'm actually so here's what I decided. Um, I'm going to go vegetarian for the next week. Ugh. I know, but here's the thing. I, I just want to see if I can do it. I did it once when I was a kid, and I want to try to see. Yeah, if you I can were do it insufferable. Again. Yeah, you had man tits. I don't know what the, I don't know. I didn't think you had to bring that up, you know. <laughs> but uh, I just yeah. want you to remember what vegetarian brought you. No, well, I I just I, you know it's just I like restriction and I like cutting things out and having like and having the di- practicing your discipline. So what was the question? <laughs> what was her biggest turn on? <laughs> She's like, what What do you like in a woman? I'm like, look, so I'm not eating meat for the next week. <laughs> Uh, what's my biggest turn on? Like I said, dude, a, a big, nice butt just drives me crazy. You know, also, um, a girl being funny is very funny to me. Now, if you have neither of those things, yeah, you fucked. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I actually, I mean, I agree. I think for me, like some of the, the most I've ever been turned is just like sharp wit back and forth. Like yeah. we just are like back and forth sarcasm, um, probably making fun of each other. Yeah. You know, just. I, to that, speak to her, like our abused childhoods. That'd be my advice to more chicks on dates. Make fun of the dude. Yeah. It might lead to a lot of fucking And if he can't take it, fuck him. Yeah, ninety five percent of the time it'll probably lead to more fun on the date and yep. you guys fucking around with each other. Five percent of the time, he might hit you. But you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take the risk. You know what I mean? You get the good with the bad. What's I like biggest turn I like uh compliments don't really mean much to me. I don't, like if a girl compliments me on a date, I don't really care. You know, yeah, I don't. I like compliments in the bedroom, but like, you know, at dinner, whatever. Like, if she's like, "Oh, I love you," I love your hair. So it's like, all right, cool. You know, it doesn't really mean much to me. What's another big turn on? I, for me, I think like like just enthusiasm, right? We talked about this yeah. last time. Where like, if a chick is really into it, like, just that's don't hot. be boring. Have a fucking personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, have something. Be exciting in some way. That's that's what I think is like one of the biggest turn ons you could ever have. Um, this is, I think, last one. This is a question for you from Juicy Bunny. Why are you so cute? Why is are you real so question? cute, Mark? Yeah, I'm so adorable. What What do you think it is that makes you as cute as you are? Am I cute? Are we? The fans tell me that they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's another. There's another, another. There's another fur brother. <laughs> there's another brother. Yeah. Do you, well, you think you're a cute guy, you know? Yeah, I think I'm charming. Yeah. Uh, but like, I think I'm 80% personality, frankly. And 20% dick. Hey. Hey. (laughs) 
It's a big personality. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, you know, you know, you know my turn. I don't even remember the question. I'm so out of it, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> anyways, thank you for coming on. Make sure you guys go follow Fur Burgers on Instagram. Uh, I've gotten so many followers from this. Stuff. Have you? Yeah, yeah it's nice. From right? 400 to 600. Share the fucking uh, podcast. Leave a five star rating on iTunes if you haven't already. We're at 570 reviews. Most of them fucking five-star, which is awesome. So take a second. Leave that five-star rating. And uh, I ordered the samples for merch this oh, yeah. week. So when is that coming in? I think it's coming in this week. I'm very excited. I want to rock my hoodie to the show. I didn't tell them there were hoodies yet, Tom. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so, uh, if only you had a way to edit things out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for the merch. I'll post it on the Young Daddy Insta. It's hot. It is. It's, it's I'm hot. pretty fucking happy with it. It's hot. I can't wait to I'm see I'm a harsh samples. critic. It's hot. I, I'm, I'm excited to see these samples. And in New York City, February 6th at Caroline's. Link in my bio on Instagram. Enter promo code daddy. Send me a photo when you grab tickets. We've been posting those online. And other than that, thank you guys for supporting the show. I hope you guys have a fucking great Monday. I'll see you on Thursday with some new special guests. And, uh, you know, make it a fucking great week, man. Mind over matter, baby. Let's do it. Do it. Hey, my dark darlings. Hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos. We're a small crew here at Something Scary, so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule. So that's why I wanna tell you about our sponsor, Monday.com. Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.